Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, August 15th. U.S. stocks closed out the day in positive fashion after bouncing back from negative territory earlier in the morning. The markets showed resiliency in the face of some softer-than-expected Chinese economic data that prompted rate cuts by the country's central bank. This bounce back came despite a sharp drop in New York manufacturing output and a tumble in home builder sentiment, with both hitting lows not seen since the early stages of the pandemic. Treasuries rose to apply some downside pressure on yields, and the inversions of the curve remain. The U.S. dollar rallied, but crude oil prices fell, along with gold following the China and U.S. economic data. Shares of Gilead Sciences increased after the company announced upbeat results from its breast cancer treatment. Tomorrow's equity news will come in heavier as several notable companies from the retail sector will release their earnings reports. Asia finished mixed, and Europe overcame early weakness and ended the day modestly higher. The Dow Jones Industrial Average went up 151 points, or 0.5%, to 33,912. The S&P 500 Index increased 17 points, or 0.4%, to 4,297. And the Nasdaq Composite advanced 81 points, or 0.6%, to 13,128. In moderate volume, 3.7 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.4 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil declined $2.68 to $89.41 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price decreased $21.10 to $1,794.40 per ounce, and the dollar index gained 0.9% to 106.52. In equity news on Monday, equity news was light to kick off the week that will see key companies from the retail sector put the finishing touches on second quarter earnings season. Of the 455 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, roughly 63% have topped revenue forecasts and approximately 75% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 14.8% and earnings are 8.8% higher. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses the market environment in her latest article titled, Both Sides Now, Fed's Dueling Mandates, how July's hot jobs report will likely keep the Fed in a hawkish position, but key to watch moving forward is a continued softening in leading labor and inflation indicators. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. Gilead Sciences, ticker symbol G-I-L-D, traded higher after the biotech company announced positive results from a study of its breast cancer treatment. In economic news on Monday... The Empire Manufacturing Index, a measure of activity in the New York region, showed the index unexpectedly dropped into a level depicting contraction with a reading below zero this month. The index fell to negative 31.0 from the positive 11.1 reading that was posted in July and compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a decline to positive 5.0. 
New orders tumbled solidly into negative territory and inventory growth slowed, while employment fell but remained in expansion territory and prices paid dropped but continued to expand. The National Association of Home Builders, or NAHB, Housing Market Index showed home builder sentiment in August fell to a level suggesting poor conditions with a reading below 50. The index dropped to 49 from July's unrevised 55 level and below estimates for a dip to 54. This was the first time home builder sentiment was below 50 since May of 2020 during the early stages of the pandemic after falling for eight straight months. The NAHB said, quote, ongoing growth in construction costs and high mortgage rates continue to weaken market sentiment for single family home builders, end quote. The NAHB added that, quote, and in a troubling sign that consumers are now sitting on the sidelines due to higher housing costs, the August buyer traffic number in our builder survey was 32, the lowest level since April of 2014, with the exception of the spring of 2020 when the pandemic first hit, end quote. Treasury prices increased to apply downside pressure on yields, as the markets continued to grapple with the economic and monetary policy implications of last week's cooler-than-expected July inflation reports. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in our latest Schwab Market Perspective, Mixed Signals, how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. And check out our latest edition of our Financial Decoder podcast, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds, featuring Kathy Jones. Treasuries finished higher as the yield on the two-year Treasury note decreased seven basis points to 3.18%. The yield on the 10-year note declined six basis points to 2.79%, and the 30-year bond rate ticked one basis point lower to 3.11%. More housing data is slated for release on tomorrow's economic calendar, courtesy of the July report on housing starts and building permits. Starts are forecasted to have decreased 2.1% month-over-month to an annual rate of 1,527,000 units, while permits are expected to decline 3.3% month-over-month to an annual rate of 1,640,000 units. Additionally, we will get the Fed's July Industrial Production and Capacity Utilization Report, with industrial production forecasted to increase 0.3% month-over-month and capacity utilization expected to grow to 80.2% from last month's 80% level. In international news on Monday, European equities ended the day mostly higher to kick off the week as the markets battled back from early pressure. Sentiment was dampened early on from economic data over the weekend out of China, which continued to show signs that the world's second-largest economy is slowing, exacerbated by COVID-induced lockdowns. Along with the global markets grappling with the economic implications of the China data, they also assessed the monetary policy implications of China's announcement to cut some key lending rates, as most other key global central banks are tightening policy to try to tame persisting inflation pressures.
Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts, how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. In economic news in the region, German wholesale price inflation declined in July. The euro and the British pound closed lower versus the U.S. dollar, and bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. also moved lower. Energy issues led to the downside as crude oil prices fell sharply. Markets in Italy were closed for a holiday. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.1%. Germany's DAX index advanced 0.2%. France's CAC 40 index and Spain's IBEX 35 index rose 0.3%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index finished 0.4% higher. Stocks in Asia finished mixed in the first session of the week, with the markets digesting action from China's central bank to cut its key one-year lending rate and a seven-day rate. The move came as the country reported some softer-than-expected July economic data that showed lending activities slowed solidly, while industrial production and retail sales both rose at slower rates than projected. The rate cut also diverges from key central banks in North America, Europe, and the UK, led by the Fed, which are aggressively tightening monetary policy to fight persisting inflation pressures. China's economy has slowed noticeably in the face of COVID-induced lockdowns, and Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled China's Yo-Yo Economy that although an economic rebound in China is underway, according to government and private sector data, its economy and stock market may remain volatile. In other economic news, Japan's second quarter GDP growth came in smaller than expected, while India's June industrial production was stronger than forecasted and the country's consumer price inflation slowed by a slightly larger amount than anticipated for July. Also, India's export growth slowed sharply for July. Volume was lighter than usual as markets in India and South Korea were closed for holidays. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 1.1%, with the yen strengthening versus the U.S. dollar, continuing to rebound somewhat from multi-decade lows that has ensued as the Bank of Japan also lags other key global central banks in monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index was little changed, and Australia's S&P ASX 200 index traded 0.5% higher. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index fell 0.7% amid volatility surrounding potential delisting of some companies in the U.S. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce labor data from the U.K. along with the Zoo Economic Sentiment Survey out of Germany and the Eurozone. Additionally, we will get reads on the Eurozone's trade balance. No major reports will be released in Asia.